It's that time again. It's the Coffee and Hardcore Podcast. This is episode 13, and we're calling this one Reviews and Shit. I've got Wiley Willis all the way from Chicago, Illinois. Chicago! I got Steven, the Hardcore Encyclopedia, all the way from Boston, Mass. Boston! Boston! <laughs> and I got Jacob, I got Jacob Oakengirl all the way from the Finger Lakes. In New York. Uh, yeah, I'm in the Finger Lakes. <laughs> the Finger Lakes. <laughs> so they up, kill fellas? men. They kill men in the Finger Lakes. They, kill- <laughs> um, <laughs> they steal your. They steal your. They steal your Harley retro motorcycles in the Finger Lakes. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Jacob plays with cats in the Finger Lakes. I can't believe you found that, man. It was like just down the road. Somebody just take a joyride or what? Yeah, well, um, I talked to a few neighbors and they hit a bunch of houses and they were taking motorcycles and four wheelers. And I just happened to find mine. I, I think they decided that because it's orange, it was way too ugly. And they just did. <laughs> <laughs> but orange is awesome. <clears throat> it but, is awesome. But it made it easy to find. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so, guys, thanks for letting me jump on the uh, intro. I'm not for the listeners. I'm not going to be on the rest of the episode because I suck and I'm too busy at work. Because of uh, Leo. Are you are you printing shirts for the band that shall not be named? No, it's nope. just nope. Leo went on tour for seven days and then he came back for like three or four and then he went back on tour for 10 days. And so when he's gone. All hands on deck printing. Yep. Jeez. So Leo, we basically, is that well, he's the printer during the day, and Cody and I oh. work second shift. So when we come in, we have to do his job, and then we have to do our job. Oh, so you're because no one's, out. yeah, no one's working during the day when he's gone. That's crazy. Straight out, mm-hmm. you're you're a working machine. <laughs> <laughs> so Not hey, like Jacob. So, hey, I know that um, you wanted to talk about a certain coffee that you got because you didn't get to do a review. So we're going to go ahead and let you do a review of coffee in the intro. That's a first. Yeah. My wife, she works for Green Spoon, and she went to this kind of like, um, she's going to get mad. Well, she's not going to get mad. She's not going to care. But I I guess a trade show is what you call it, but maybe it's not that. Um. A show where like there's a bunch of brands that are trying to get picked up and seen, you know, whatever. I'm Jacob probably knows all about that. (laughs) Sure, you know about those, right? Yeah, you go to those, don't you? Uh, I've been to a few. Okay. Um, Well, there's this coffee. It's the uh, fire department coffee, the FDC firefighters handcrafted coffee, small batch, veteran owned, which I think is badass. um, In Rockford, Illinois. And they gave it to her. They weren't giving these away, but she was like, hey, my husband does a coffee podcast and he would love to try it. And they're like, really? Just take it then. Basically gave it to her. Nice. Um, nice. They're pretty small. They are in Jewel, but they're not in tons of stores. So I really liked it. I'm drinking it cold right now. I drank it hot in my open crow mug. I drank it hot first just to try it and then been drinking it cold the rest of the day but it's definitely like old school 80s 90s diner tasting coffee which okay as you know i really like uh it smells really good it's got it's pretty bitey in a good way i really like it i think it's it's really good coffee i'm not sure how much it is though um but it would be like a good if it was like a decent price it would be like a good you know Everyday morning coffee, you know, it's good. I like it. It's good coffee, right there. Coffee, coffee, so coffee, coffee, coffee. Does it does it benefit all firemen everywhere, or just in their local area? Well, let me look. <laughs> Keep the coffee bag closed. Ingredients: coffee. Is it is it also um, is it also good because it has the Red Wings colors? It does. <laughs> the original medium roast coffee is where it all began and continues to be a staple for the fire department coffee. It delivers a balanced smooth and smooth taste in every cup. About in 2016, here it is. Our mission is to craft great tasting coffee and support our fellow firefighters 
first responders by giving back. So it, I guess nice. it doesn't say how much it gives back, but if I had more time and I was good at my podcast job, I would have went to their website and looked it up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so they're kind of like that sandwich shop. What's that? What's that sub sandwich shop that they do stuff for firefighters? What's that called? Firehouse subs. You've ever heard of them? I have not. Yeah, we've got we've one in Ithaca. Them. Yeah, they do that for lo- they actually a part of whatever they make in their whatever town they're in goes to the local fire department. So that's pretty cool. But that's you can cool. go to fire de- department well firedepartmentcoffee.com and you can check it out and order it there. Cool. So we'll put pretty a link cool, man. That. Let's link it up. Veteran owned. That's my favorite. Shout out to our veterans. Thank you for your service for sure. So so Wiley. I have a question to ask you. Please do. <laughs> who who won the Stanley Cup? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful Vegas Golden Helmets with their shining golden helmet glory. <laughs> I think when they won the Stanley Cup, I put I well, I don't think. I know I posted it on the uh Coffee and Hardcore Instagram page. But I think that was the first time I've called them the Vegas Golden Knights in probably a whole year. (laughs) I think most people thought that I thought their team was actually called the Golden Helmets. Golden Helmets. (laughs) (laughs) And you're the reason, Mick, you're the reason I started calling them that. You're like those damn Golden Helmets. I hate them. I I hate them. I hate them so much. But you know what? It's way better than the team they were playing. Yes. Yes. Florida. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but LA is the one that started those shiny helmets. Yeah. Which is weird. But yeah, they had the silver ones or have a, you know, what else is weird is you said, I can't stand those shiny helmets. And then they didn't wear them again at all in the playoffs. What? Oh, that's right. They yeah. didn't never. They wore those like actual cool, like faded black ones. And then the white ones, they never yeah. wore the golden ones ever again. <laughs> <laughs> that's because they, they heard the podcast and they're like, Hey, they're making fun of us. We need to stop. I'm sure that's it. It's gotta be. <laughs> but it still works because their logo is that golden helmet on the front of their jersey. So yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. just gotta let you know that it made my year knowing <laughs> that I didn't have to buy a Florida Panthers hockey puck for my son and I's <laughs> Stanley Cup champion <laughs> hockey pucks that I'm giving him when he turns 18. <laughs> so each year I buy a hockey puck. Well, I guess it's the second year. Yeah. Um, for the Stanley Cup champions, and I get the little case, and then when he turns eighteen, I'm giving him all of them. So That's I would have cool. had to. Le- I would have had to be like, "Sorry, I lost that Florida one. I don't know. What happened <laughs> I don't know what happened to it." <laughs> Jeez, man. Jeez, man. Boy, Jeez, dog. Man. Dog. What up? Kill Jacob, you don't look enthused whatsoever. Oh, I just have no idea what you guys are talking about. That's so, right. You don't like hockey. So I'm just watching my cat watch moths. <laughs> oh. I said, what are we going to do for three months now that there's not hockey? But Jacob just answered that question. Oh, cats We're going to watch cats, watch long. moths. The <laughs> <laughs> new so what, what else we got to talk about in this intro? I don't know. Do you want to hear about my adventures the other day? <laughs> of course. Always. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so I work at a music store. Oh, yes, this. We we have a huge dumpster that's kind of out in front near the end of our parking lot. And people go through it quite a bit. It's not a big deal. Um, There's a couple folks that come through, and you can tell they're kind of looking for food. And if they are, we'll kind of help them out, whatever we have, because we always have, like, leftover pizza, leftover stuff. We'll always give it away so they can have it. But there's been this one guy that shows up, and it's kind of weird because he, I don't know, he 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 just has a weird vibe. And when he goes through the trash, like he like rips open the trash bags and throws it all over the place and just makes a huge mess. And then we got to like go throws out and clean it, it outside yeah. the yeah. throws it outside of the thing and then just makes a huge mess. And so one time I told him, I was like, hey, man, there's really nothing in there today. I don't know what you're looking for, but there's some stuff that you can get, you know, busted up with. Like there's some broken piano pieces and stuff. And he kind of went on his way. Well, this time it was just the other day he's digging through the trash again and he's just ripping up trash bags and throwing stuff everywhere. And I'm like, 
And I'm like, man, there's like busted light bulbs down in there, like the big, huge fluorescent long ones that we just thrown in there. There's broke. There's a huge broken piano pieces like sticking up. I'm like, dude's going to get cut. He's going to get hurt. He's like, he's waist deep and he's like six, three. So I walk out there and I'm like, I'm picking up the trash and putting it back in the dumpster. I'm like, Hey man, like there's really nothing in there. Like I can't have you doing this every time you come, it makes a huge mess and we got to clean it up after you. And dude went from like level one to level a thousand and got like two inches from my face. And he's screaming at me and he's like, I don't leave a mess. And I'm like, man, there's a mess on the ground right now. What? And I don't know what happened. I think maybe one of my coworkers thought the guy was going to hurt me, but I was just like, kept my, I've, I pastored for 30 years. Like I've had I've dealt with, you know, stuff like this before. I'm like, I just kept calm and just talk. And I don't know what it was, but one of our, the guitar tech just came out of nowhere and was like, started yelling back at the guy. And I'm like, oh God, this is going to get bad. So they're yelling at each other. And I'm like trying to get in between them. And I'm like, if I get in between and I touch this guy, he's probably going to start swinging. So I can't do that. So I do the dad thing. Like, you know, you kind of keep going like, all right, fellas, that's enough. Come on, boys. Let's, let's just settle down. I'll make you peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, it would be all right. <laughs> yeah, just, just come on. And um, finally I get the other the coworker to get out of there. And, you know, I start talking to the guy and he's like, starts. he's just, I mean, level a thousand i know what it is it's like he's embarrassed you know whatever he's going through that's all coming out in this moment and i kept trying to reassure him i'm not going to call the cops i'm not you know i i don't think any less of you man i just can't have you making a mess and all this stuff and it just was just constant just right like I, it's been a long time since i've had somebody two inches from my face screaming cussing but also like the dude's tall and there was a moment when he said he said something like, you're all just looking down on me. And I, I wish I would have said it because I think it may have broken me. He probably would have laughed. But dude, 6'3", and I wanted to, and I didn't. I wanted to say so bad. Dude, I ain't looking down on you. I'm looking up at you. <laughs> but I didn't. I, I wanted to so bad, but I, I thought maybe it would crack him up. But, oh, dude. Or it he was crack crazy. you up. Or he cracked me up. I, the whole time I'm thinking, as long as he don't sucker punch me, I think I can get out of the way. But if he sucker punched me, it's going to hurt because the dude was pretty beefy. Like he was pretty ripped. And I was like, if he, he sucker punches me, I might go down. But if he doesn't, hey. I think I can get out of the way. And then I'm I'm fat enough that if I roll, I can just take him out. And I'll lay on top of him until <laughs> the cops come. So I think I told Wiley that, like, I don't know Kung Fu. I know Fat Fu. So I was taking him down. <laughs> I said no shame in that game. No, no. <laughs> I mean, he might be down in his luck and be homeless, but you know, at least he's still got his gym membership and he's jacked, you know, dude. He, yeah, I'm like, there's <laughs> ain't no way that dude's not lifting weights somewhere, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it was crazy, but yeah, he finally left. He said he was going to come back and beat everybody up at eight o'clock, but he never That's showed fine. up. I was like, I was like, he's not going to show up. Everybody was like, Ooh. I'm like, he's dude, he's not going to show up. He's he was embarrassed. And he left, and I wasn't what trying if he, to. What if you gave him? What just, if you had like food for him when he showed up at eight o'clock? He's that's the thing. He wasn't looking for food. He was trying to see if we had thrown like a ukulele or something away so he could turn around and sell it. What if you gave him a ukulele? Well, we can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but what if? But what if? But what maybe, if? maybe he could have been the next Tiny Tim. Never know. Hmm. <laughs> Steven, what hat are you wearing? It's backwards. Red Sox. Oh, nice. It's a blue hat though? Yeah, it's their City Connect hat. So it's it's um I don't speak the language. Oh, weird. Uh, and I each thought team it was has a, was I thought it? it was a Detroit Lions hat and I was gonna no, no, give no. you props. I'm no, wearing my Tigers hat. There you go. Gonna go see the yeah. Tigers and the White Sox with the boy. That'd be cool. When are you going? I'm so excited. Uh, September. Nice. Yes. To, because <laughs> we have to go to an early game. <laughs> like I wanted to take, I wanted to take him to a Red Wings, uh, Blackhawks game to root for the Red Wings, but they're all at night and he goes to bed at seven. So yeah, that'd be rough. Save that rough. for later. Yeah. So 
They were playing the Red Sox, the Brewers, and the Tigers. I think those are all early games, mm-hmm. which I would be cool with all three of those, but I think we're going to the Tigers one. Nice. And Mick said the Tigers are not doing good this year. I know nothing They're about not. baseball in this but It's been era. a decade. But you, get to see, <laughs> but you get to see Cabrera, and he might hit a home run. He might do some shenanigans. You never know. That dude's, that dude's awesome. Shenanigans. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you guys for having me on this intro. Y- y'all want to get into it so we're not, you know, rambling too much? That's true. We probably should. Let's do it. Jacob, good to see your sexy face. And uh, <laughs> yours. Heart, heart, uh, I'm going to light your ass back up on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just watched Goon. I just watched Goon the other day. <laughs> I'm going to light your ass on fire. I'm going to light your ass back up on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best movie ever. <laughs> Y'all haven't seen Goon? You better watch it. I don't think I've seen it. Well, then you're dead to me. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> this one goes out to my one and only true love. Coffee. Coffee. You're so cool. And in my cup, you're gonna rule. Coffee, understand. I'm gonna love you till the very end. Coffee, 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 coffee. coffee. I love you. Coffee, 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 All right, so it's that time of the show when we review coffee. And uh, today we got a special guest with us. We got Jacob Oakencrow hanging Hello. with us, doing reviews, becoming becoming a regular part of the show, it looks like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> the, only per- the only person that has any knowledge of coffee on the show, so now we sound legit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it really well. <laughs> so, Jacob, man, w- w- what coffee are you bring to the table today? Uh, so I went with one of the local roasters from my area. Uh, they're called Copper Horse. Um, I've known some of the guys for a few years. Got to be pretty friendly with them. Um, when I was managing a cafe, a multi-roaster cafe, uh, we served some of their coffee. They actually made one specifically for the store. But that's not the one that I'm doing now. The one that I have today is called uh, Peru Frontera San Ignacio. And it's on the lighter side of uh, lighter side of medium. It's actually the kind of roast that you would expect from something like um, like an Ethiopian coffee, real light, uh, kind of you know where you want the acidity to really pop out at you. Um, so their tasting notes are it says subtle notes: cocoa, lemon, amaretto. Um, I, I got some of the lemon, the cocoa was not so much there. Um, when it cooled off, I brewed it a couple different ways. First, I brewed it using a Chemex. And then, uh, later on today, I took it and brewed it in a Kalita, Kalita wave, which turned out a little better. It, it kind of brought some of the flavors through a little more because the filters are thinner. But 
in my opinion, they picked the wrong coffee to roast this lightly. It was mm. lacking in body. Um, and I didn't get a lot of the um, acidity until it cooled down. And I was getting notes that I've had typically in Peruvian coffees before, like, um, you know, like cooked peaches, things like that. But it wasn't until I got close to the end and it really, really cooled down. Um, it's it's not bad, but I think I'd like this if they took the roast level a little darker. Um, it tastes like it's a little underdeveloped, um, but still, it's it's a fair coffee. Uh, I'd like to see it, though, as more of a medium roast. I think it would bring out some sweetness and you'd actually taste some of the other flavors. So what was it? What was the last thing that you roasted it? You roasted in or you uh, brewed it in? A Kalita wave. Okay, it's like a little pour over. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I typically do pour overs. I don't have an electric coffee maker at home, um, but typically I do a Chemex every morning, and then you know, down in the lab, I've got aero presses and French presses and other things. Hopefully, I'm gonna have an espresso machine down there at some point, but. <laughs> Unfortunately, the one that I want clocks in at around seven thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, nice. That might be a while. <laughs> I typically like to do Chemex. I I I dig it quite a bit. Yeah, it's nice too if you don't like oily coffee because it has those yes. thick diaper filters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Plus, I like to watch it. It's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Watching it drip down. It's sweet. So cool. So there you go. Copper House Coffee. That's a cool name, too. Yeah, their logo is pretty sweet. I don't know. Did you say they're, they're local you too? I saw it when I sent it earlier, but what? Oh, you yeah. That's pretty sweet. Are they local to you? Yeah. Yeah. They're probably one or two towns over. Yeah. We have a, a, quite a few coffee roasters in this area for such a small town. It's kind of crazy. That's nuts. And you stand out amongst them all. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> well, hey, Wiley sent me a bag of Hex Coffee. And uh, Hex Coffee Company is close there where he's at in Chicago. And I don't know if he's trying to tell me something, but <laughs> the name of the coffee is called Blood Witch. I'm nice. like, Blood Witch? It was kind of, it's kind of, it's really like... I don't know if you can see the it's pretty scary yeah that's pretty scary it's like a, i like it i'm yeah. into it <laughs> yeah but yeah it was it was good i'm i'm normally not a medium guy i i like dark coffee and this is medium but i really dug it um it says it's got notes of sweet citrus and floral i didn't really get any of that now it was it was sweet which was uh sweet and smooth actually i drinking it straight up black i was kind of surprised how sweet the aftertaste was um but i i dug it i i tried it in the regular old coffee pot the first time and it was i was like okay this is not bad and then uh i did a little batch in a chemex and it got better um i like my coffee with a little bit of cream and some sugar and when I added the cream and the sugar to it, it really brought out the sweetness of this coffee and it made it like really pop. So I, I, I dug it. It's really, I think I would like it more as a late afternoon coffee. Cause it does have a little bit of kick to it uh, other than just straight up in the morning, but yeah, the blood, which uh, was pretty kicking. Um, does it, is it a blend or does it, does it say, what beans are in it? It doesn't that I, I, I went online to look and see if it kind of tells us which which where it's from and I it didn't really give me any information. <laughs> oh, all right. I kind of I dug a little bit and I'm, I'm like it doesn't really say so secret secret. It's a secret. <laughs> it, it could come from, you know, it could come from like Florida. I don't know. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah. It, it's the, they have a little, it's kind of funny. It says we have all woken up looking like this, but don't be fooled. She has a job to do. So I don't know. 
Nice. <laughs> you know, coffee from Florida just be called bath salts. Yes. <laughs> or Florida man. It's just called yeah. there's one there's one one blends bath salts, the other one's Florida man. <laughs> Florida's a tough subject around here. Oh gosh. Jeez. Yeah, especially in the group yeah. chat. You don't bring right? up Florida in a group chat, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at least they didn't win the cup, so that's all that matters. Right. Yeah, it uh, could have been worse. It could have been worse. <laughs> so, so what you got, Jacob? Or not Jacob, sorry. Jacob already told us what you, what you got, Stephen. So I I, um, I tried a local brewer to me from uh, Wellesley, Mass. It's uh, Hey Hayes um, Coffee Roasters. Uh, I think kind of new. Um, somebody suggested that I check it out. So I went with the blend. It's a signature blend. It's called Dokdo. Um, it's a medium roast. It's chocolate, caramel, and cinnamon. Uh, I can tell you it, it was, it's not super sweet. So it, it's, it was very clean, um, smooth. And like when you, the first sips, you get that chocolate caramel and it kind of finishes with the cinnamon, but it wasn't like overbearing. It was, it was very nice. It was a, it was a nice cup of coffee. It wasn't like a dessert coffee. I, I kind of saw that. I'm like, oh, this thing's gonna be so sweet and and like um like desserty but it wasn't it's was very smooth um my only knock on it would be i would say it's more just medium not really dark um but it, it definitely is very good um it, i did a little research on the company uh so she she has a cafe the, the roaster um in wellesley that's where she kind of started she's um from south korea i believe uh that's where you get the the dokdu from and I kind of looked that up. I, I guess it's an island off of South Korea. So I'm not sure if that's where she's from, but it was kind of cool, like reading like the background of um of her like getting into stuff. So I definitely highly suggest checking out. She's got a bunch of different um blends that she's been doing. Um if you're in the Boston area, go to Wellesley, check out her cafe. Um, but yeah, it's it, it was it's very sweet, very, very um not sweet, very clean i can't i'm not very good at describing it but um it's just it's it's just very is very fresh like um a great cup of coffee could drink it any day time of the day not um not crazy caffeiny like some of the ones we've had recently um but <laughs> but uh yeah no it's, it's a solid cup of coffee and i, I want to check out some of her other stuff because it was it was really good when you say um, hey hayes is it just like hey hey like hey it's hey. it's it's j-e-j-e-s j-e-j-e-s okay yep hey hey's uh coffee roasters i'll send you a link so we can put it on there yeah um, okay she's got an instagram and all that that jazz but um yeah it was it was good stuff at the pretty basic packaging but looks like uh i like it it's just nice she's yeah she, she's just yes. getting into it but it was um it's good it's really good highly highly recommended it yeah instagram uh i like it yes it was was, uh the cinnamon it wasn't like overbearing it actually had a nice little kick at the end um so it definitely she mixed her notes very well It it was i was impressed solid solid cup of coffee go check it out so, I have a question, Jacob. Does it involve this weird kombucha <laughs> thing I'm drinking? <laughs> no, it, it doesn't involve that. All right. So, when you're roasting your coffee, uh-huh. and you know, like people talk about the notes that's in the coffee. Like, mm-hmm. I was trying to explain this to somebody today. Like, they were like, so they're, you know, they're adding all this stuff to it, like this syrupy stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm sure there's probably stuff like that, but legit roasters don't you got you you don't add stuff when you're roasting coffee to get like the chocolate, the raspberry, the the citrusy. It's just how you roast it, right? It's it's the soil, it's the type of bean. It's uh yeah, it's all natural. It's it's there's nothing added to it. There are a bunch of places like when you see the chocolate fudge brownie coffee and right. stuff like that. You know, that's all flavor syrups that you you know do after or you spritz them or whatever but no when you read it it's kind of like reading a wine bottle and you see the wine notes it's just 
you know, the wine, it's the grape, it's the terroir. It's the same thing with coffee. That's and then awesome. you can coax different, um, like when you get a coffee for the first time, a lot of times you'll do it on a sample roaster. Like mine, I do a hundred grams at a time. You do a very clean, short roast just to uh, get an idea of what's in there. It'll let you taste the defects if it has any. And then you'll, uh, you know, get a basic idea of what the coffee can taste like. And then, you know, you'll figure out how you want to develop it later in a production roast. So you can bring out, you know, some of the chocolatey notes or some of the, you know, stone fruit or whatever. You can kind of manipulate it with time and temperature. That's awesome. So you're like a mad scientist. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a question too, since we we're doing that, because I've always kind of wanted to know this stuff too. Um, I'm just like the, I'm like the rookie coffee guy, but um, so I, what about the origin elevation process? Like they, like, what does that have to do? Like what changes, what does that add to the coffee? Like what's the difference between like, like this one I specifically says um, 1200 to 2100 MSAL washed origin level oh, meters above sea level yeah but it, what does that do to the, the beans like uh the higher the higher above sea level you'll get a denser bean okay uh, and then like a lot of your arabica coffees are going to be uh higher elevation and then mm -hmm. then you'll have robusta coffees which they'll typically use for things like instant and they're low level. You get a lot of it in places like Vietnam, just like um, lowland growing coffees. They, mm. They're not very sweet. A lot of times they're bitter. They don't have a lot of interesting flavor characteristics, or at least not good ones, but they're really high in caffeine. Like if you see that right. death Wish coffee, they say, you know, yep. most whatever. It's because they're adding that to it to boost the caffeine content. That and makes sense. It's, they have a big following. I don't enjoy it at all. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it tastes like sludge, but that's just me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not not into it at all. <laughs> so awesome. We got we had coffee reviews and some education. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's education or just bro science. That'll <laughs> <laughs> work. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. There you go. There's your coffee reviews. This is Mark of Fear and Filth. We are a four piece power violence band of Nova Scotia, Canada. The song you're about to hear is called Scoria. It is the single off our newly released album titled Blessed Be. Uh, Scoria is about the feelings of hopelessness, despair, indifference. Uh, it speaks on the current state of the world, you know, unmitigated climate change, perpetual disease, rise of fascism around the globe, financial instability. It can all make one feel kind of used up, burnt out, hence the name Scoria. Uh, anyway, we appreciate you listening. Hope you enjoy the track.
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Well, we're at that time where it's hardcore time. So here we go. Um, <laughs> who's your friend? We're getting ready to review review hardcore, and you got the cat up there. It's like right? hardcore kitty. Hardcore kitty. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll I'll start this one off. Um, so I went with the, the band uh, Cherish, and they released the Project XOXO. Um, they released it off of Life Lair Records. They dropped it June 2nd of this year. Uh, they're from Sydney, Australia. They are straight edge hardcore. And a couple of songs I like the most are Give Them the Rope and All the Pain. All the Pain, those are probably my two favorites, definitely. I think All the Pain might have surpassed give them the rope but that was their first single so that's the one i'm gonna drop in a little bit for you guys to check out um oh, yeah yeah honestly so the build-up and breakdowns they're super cool uh music gives me like an old school vibe with a fresh new flavor it's just it's it's really good it's straight edge hardcore um comes right at you in waves uh it just the guitars are like ripping i love the vocals because i love the screams that i can actually understand what people are saying still with my old age that's <laughs> what i like <laughs> um, <laughs> i don't want to have to make it too hard on myself but uh yeah i think the vocals are just you know they're they're amazing um yeah, the lyrical content you know hope struggle pain the life of a trans person you can hear it in his um in his voice and, you know, in his lyrics, you know, the, the stuff that he's going through. So uh, I personally love this EP. I think that um, it's great. I think if once you hear it, you're going to love it too. Um, it's cool to have a hardcore band from Australia on you. They're from Sydney. Oh, yeah. um, there's a actually a pretty big uh, bunch of bands that I've been listening to from that area. So um, Australia's got it going on. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I think uh, I would like to drop, give them, the rope. All right, we'll do it right I now. Charge. There it goes. That's yeah, that's pretty awesome. I I really dug it. I like the I like you. I like the whole album. I like mm -hmm. the album cover. I like the name of the album, which is Project XOXO. Yeah. Man, and the the vocals. 
to me, the vocals are what stand out on this. I love the old school thrash kind of feel. Definitely the that eighties thrash guitar kind of kicking in it, but man, the vocals is what makes this album not rock so hard. And, and yeah. I just, I was like, I was so happy that you threw this. Cause I have didn't even hear of these guys before. And now here they are and we're putting them on the show. So stoked about that big time. Yeah. The energy in these, the, it, like the energy is great. The vocals mm-hmm. are kind of crazy. Um, and I like, it kind of reminded me of uh, some metallic crust. Yeah, yeah, and then, but kind of mixed with uh, trying to think of the label, like some of the the vegan straight edge stuff that I think like Catalyst did. Yep, yep. Just reminds me of a weird combination of those two. It was really, really good. Yeah, it definitely like brings me back to like '90s. It's got the '90s vibe that we all like. Yeah, Um, but it's got that. It's got something new. I don't know. It's just it's got something something for us that's new. It's it's good stuff. yeah, I couldn't. I, I, I've been listening to it a ton since it dropped, and um, you know, again, yeah, the artwork was pretty cool too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like, I dig that. But I see them playing a bunch too. They've been playing out a lot, like the last week or so. Uh, so they definitely they they're moving around. Um, be interested to see what's next. You know. Yeah. Any yeah, any got, is there any chance of them coming to the states? Have you seen anything? I haven't seen anything like that. I can imagine going from australia to the united states is probably a pretty penny these days so, oh yeah uh i think it'd be tough to to get them over here but that, that, that would be pretty killer oh yeah awesome but, yeah it's great it's great stuff what what um who's next who, who has something else uh i'll go because we gotta save the, we gotta save the big band for last yeah right? save the, save the, big, the big band one. Big right. for last <laughs> so i went with uh gum Slogan Machine is the album. It came out uh, May, I believe it was what, May 19th is when it dropped. Uh, yeah. Gum is from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Thanks to the Hardcore Encyclopedia. I now know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the song I picked is No Frontier because I think it's a really, even though it's like the first song on the album, I really think they picked a wise one for the first song because it's a good introduction to uh, what's about ready to drop on this, this LP. Like, total like alternative 90s kind of grunge almost almost like a uh like some of the tones reminded me in that in the just the first five seconds when i heard it i was like oh my god it sounds like dinosaur jr for some reason like i just just real like alternative 90s kind of feel and then it just kicks in and uh you have this like crushing kind of sound building up and then it goes straight into this hardcore punk thing and it's it's so so this there's all these elements mixing together and then you add this huge bass tone that makes everything just so solid and so huge and they keep changing back from this hardcore punk kind of like fast uh double beat kind of feel and then it'll drop down to this alternative 90s kind of thing where the this the vocalist comes in and he's almost got this raspy sing-songy voice and then it'll go back to the the fast pace it's just it's just a change of pace it sounds it it's almost like uh if you took um what's the one band we had on a squint if you took those guys and like mixed it with like a punk heavier side it's like mixing blending those two things together i just thought it was a beautiful uh representation of all those things together i dug it i thought it was something something different something newer that's coming out and i gum is pretty sweet so <laughs> <laughs> so let's drop let's drop no frontier and then, and then you tell me what you guys think all right here we go
out like really fast like old school punk but then it mm-hmm. sto- sorry i have a cat jumping on me um, <laughs> i don't know if you can see your tail at my head yep, yep. <laughs> uh, but then it, it goes into like that like mid-paced kind of hardcore like mm-hmm. almost like early midwest hardcore and it's very the riffing in it is very angular almost in a helmet sort of way yes yeah yep and some of it actually feels like brian gray wrote some of it like oh. it has some of his like signature on it yes especially like those mid blamed albums um, yeah the one with the i cannot i can't believe i can't remember the name of the album but yeah the totally totally feel that and jacob nailed it i mean honestly th- that song too i feel like just that specific song that you picked at the beginning, it kind of gives you that, that turnstile vibe. A little um, bit, yeah. A little yeah. bit. And then it definitely, it, I mean, it changes along. But it, they have, so, they get real punky, too, like, as the album goes. Um, and I, I love the end of that song, the the, the line, um, what was it? Uh, I want to feel like this world is a world I can save, right? worth saving. It, it's, it's good stuff. The lyrical context, great. I know that a, a few of the songs on that album were singles along the way. Mm-hmm. Um but I've kind of been following them for a long time. And I, I think they're a pretty big thing in the Chattanooga area as far as the hardcore yeah. scene goes. Yeah. They are like, they're like, you know, very well into it um, in their scene. So it'd be cool. I, I'd like, this is a band I would like to see do some touring. Um, yeah. I've never really, never really seen them go outside their, their home base. Um, but if, if they did, I'd like to see them come up East because I would love to see them play live. I think they'd be a really good show um very solid i i, I can even, even see them playing with like a, um what's the band we had on before um uh, ah, i can't remember yeah that one <laughs> that one yeah that one well they've been playing they've been playing some pretty big shows too like they they're on the they're on a looks like a show coming up with drug church and mm. green yep. and then um you know they just a bunch of bunch of cool stuff they got coming out like where they're playing they're playing with uh yeah well they, that's a record release show but they're playing with mm-hmm. seven seconds yeah one step closer one night so yeah they've been playing some some bigger shows so that's pretty mm-hmm. cool that's what is one step closer that's what i was yeah. thinking of. Isaac, <laughs> <was> it. <laughs> uh, yeah i think i'm i can imagine the chattanooga scene is probably um a bunch of shows too that's oh, yeah. pretty good good spot <laughs> 
All right, so we saved the best for last. We saved the oh, big yeah. band for last, right? So, <laughs> what? Jacob's taking his head. <laughs> well, I feel like the two episodes so far that you've let me review something, I just kind of throw a, a curveball into it, like doing All Out War last time, and you guys are like, well, it's kind of metal, but... <laughs> and then this time, I wasn't even going to ask when this album came out if I could review it. It just popped up in the chat and I was given the green light because, well, everybody knows I'm a huge Rancid fan. Right. And I've been waiting for this one to come out for a while. Um, and it just came out, what, like two weeks ago, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's a, uh, I was originally going to go with the second track, Mud, Blood and Gold, because it's, it's a standout on the album. It doesn't sound like anything else on the album, but I figured I'd get a lot of shade for doing that because it doesn't <laughs> really sound like Rancid. Um, and I've been reading online, people are just shitting all over this album. Yeah. I, I don't, don't get that. Get like... <laughs> and, you know, one guy was talking about how it's their worst album and somebody else jumped in and said, have you written a better album? And the guy's like, yeah, good point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> But so I, I ended up going with the title track, uh, Tomorrow Never Comes, because it just sounds so rancid. Like it it goes yeah. back to even like let's go. Like there's just some of that high energy feel to it, but some of the more like later mature writing, you know, because they're getting older, you know, it's right. it's they're an old guy punk band. And uh you know, somebody even mentioned, they're like, hey, cut him some slack. Tim's practically a senior citizen at this point. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, you know, it's the uh, it's got the melodies, you know, the I he's one of my favorite songwriters, one of my favorite vocalists. Um, and I don't know, I think the whole album's great. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Did you what did you guys think of it? Well, let's play that track first and then we'll yeah. come back. Let's right. do that. All right, here we go. being here talking about how much he does not want to hear Matt sing. 
<laughs> um, I don't understand the flack it's getting because to me, it's right. like I know what it is going into it, and I'm like, this is a good rancid album, and like we we kind of listened to it a lot at work since it's came out, and I'm like, yeah. there's there's not a track on there that makes me go, ah, oh, I didn't want to listen to that. Like every single That's track, right. I'm like, this, it's just a good rancid album. Like I. Yeah. Right. I think what the problem is is like everybody thinks that it has to have that. What what was the ones that had like a big commercial success, like Ruby Soho and yeah, and like Out Come the Wolves, that album. Yeah, yeah, like they. It's just so weird. And then here's something like like you said, it's more mature. That's what I feel like. It, it's like a mature, rancid album, and everybody's like, I don't want that. I want Ruby Soho. I'm like, no, dude, this is a good album. Like, well, so, you're going to get people that are going to get mad because it doesn't sound like the other albums. And then you're going to get other people to get mad because it does sound like the other albums. Right. As a band, you can't win. So you just have to write what you want to play. And if right. people like it, they like it. If not, then they can go listen to something else. Right. I can imagine. I can imagine it's got to be super difficult too. When you do have like such a success to come back and just keep writing music too. Like it's it, it, like you said, it, you're in the eyes of like everybody and you can't make everybody happy. It's, right. it's just not, it's not possible, <laughs> but no. it, it's a solid, solid album. And, and honestly, if you don't like rest uh, rancid, then I don't like you. It's that easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple, you know, <laughs> no, but uh, I think it's awesome. And even I, I hear, and I, I'm not going to, so I, Devil in Disguise, I love that song. Yeah, um, I love it all, honestly. I, I like the. Um, it's like uh, I got a little bit of the. I, I hate to say, it, but so the dropkickish style in that song, and um, it, uh, it's a, a road to righteousness. I, I thought the whole thing was solid front to back. I didn't skip one song, and that usually that means that it's a it's a great piece of artwork. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I think I'm pretty excited, and and I know they're they're coming to Boston, so. <laughs> think Mick, Mick sent that to me so i'm trying to trying to get to that show are you going to go to the murphy's law or the agnostic front uh probably agnostic front i i kind of want to go to that so maybe i'll see you there i really want to yeah. go to that that'd be, I, that'd be awesome. since, I think last time i saw rancid was 95 wow. yeah it's been a long time for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> long time the the big festival that's in chicago i don't remember what it's called Lollapalooza. no it's the other one. Is that, isn't that still can't, going? <laughs> I, I can't remember what it is, but Rance is playing at it. But there's mm-hmm. a huge rumor going around that Operation Ivy is gonna they're gonna do an, some Operation Ivy songs or actually do a oh, set. Like, like Jesse's gonna jump up and like sing some stuff. Yeah, like it's total like secret, like but it's kind of leaked. And I'm like, is that really happening? Like, come That'd on, be- is that really like? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So I don't know. Because <laughs> some uh, some friends of ours are actually going, and they are running down the list of all the bands they're going to try to go see. And I said, oh, are you going to go see Rancid? And he said, well, my uh, he said, my wife wants to go see him. And I said, you know, there's supposed to be like a secret Operation Ivy show. And he's like, who's that? And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was so disappointed. Uh, I'm like, what? No. Ouch. But she, but she knew who that was. So I was like, okay. So at least one person in the household knows who that is. So yeah. So I'm hoping they get a report that they actually there was a, they did have a secret show and they actually recorded and I could you know, yeah, more people could see it. That'd be sweet. <laughs> and if the secret show doesn't happen, if you didn't hear it here, no. yeah, if it didn't happen, yeah, <laughs> we're not spreading rumors. Right. We just heard a rumor. Right. <laughs> Oh gosh! All right, three solid albums for the show. I think. Yep. Good stuff. So yeah, there's your album reviews for this episode. Sweet. All right, so it's that time of the show. It's the end, and this is where we ask that you, uh, you know, like us on Instagram, share this episode with all your friends and your, you know, everybody that you know get it out there everywhere, uh, help us spread the word and, uh, you know, give a shout to these bands that we, uh, that we uh, reviewed and the coffee that we reviewed, go buy some of this stuff and support. 
yeah, support them, support the record labels, support the causes, you know, um, share and share and share, throw it on Facebook, make your mother listen to it, you know, whatever you got to do. And if the band comes to your town, make sure you skip the merch table and buy it from them out back. Yes. 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 Because <laughs> more than likely the venue is charging them part of their uh, merch. Crazy money. <laughs> That's nuts. Oh gosh. It's crazy. Yeah. They, um, I think definitely the record labels too. Like, um, I know there's a ton of like shows coming this summer, um, you know, usually with good lineups. So, you know, get out there and, and help support them. I mean, I, I, we, we're spoiled. I feel like each year we keep getting greater and greater music. Yeah. Um, you know, people are pushing it. So, you know, they need help to support just like everybody else. So times are, See, times are tough. <laughs> I thought last year, like with all the albums that came out last year, I thought that last year was pretty crazy, but this year's mm-hmm. been pretty nuts though too. I feel like it's heating but, up, you know? Yeah. Like for me, at least there's been, you know, the mean season album dropped, which mm-hmm. I was like, didn't even know was happening. So that blew me away. There's an unbroken album coming at some point down the road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, putting out, yep. they're putting out at least an EP because they're playing they're playing mean season and unbroken is playing in California at a festival and uh it's they're uh, unbroken's releasing something and then uh man that uh oh that the album that uh wiley's gonna review probably another episode that bugging album is cool yep there's just a ton of good stuff this year like the yeah you got nuts. bane back on tour bane's back on tour they're playing this weekend yeah uh, what's here with in, that? in boston and then <laughs> and then they're playing um What's it called? Festival, the big one, Furnace Fest. Furnace Fest. A, yeah, yeah, a bunch of bunch of older bands getting back in it. So I don't, That's I don't crazy. mind that. <laughs> so this could be the summer of hardcore again. Yeah, It'll be a lot of good stuff coming out. Yeah, awesome. Well, fellas, that's it. That's all. That's it. The whole thing. That's it. That's <laughs> all there is. Anybody else got anything closing comments or remarks? Uh, sell your house. <laughs> sell your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, there it is. <laughs> Words of wisdom. <laughs> what kind of uh, like a can, like a canoe or a kayak? Yeah, something you can live in. Oh, a houseboat. Yeah, houseboat. Yeah, not a Mississippi. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Wiley is chiming in asking how it's going. Oh, did he say something? He's just asking how the podcast is going. Here, I'll send, it, I'll send him this. Tell <laughs> we're at the end. Horrible. <laughs> get, him, get him all worked up. Don't get him all worked up. He'll be like, what? What happened? <laughs> I should have said it's the best it's ever been. And then he'll be like, I'm going to quit. And... <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, uh, wow. It's easy to pick on him when he's not here. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh. All right. There it is. There's the show. We'll see you guys next time. make you start us all right <laughs> all right here we are it is the We's coffee here. and hardcore pack podcast podcast let's start podcast. that again we had the podcast this right, is going out go. the end put this at the end of baker's dozen uh, <laughs> baker's right. dozen shits there bob <laughs> all right here we go
All right. It's that time again. It's the Coffee and Hardcore podcast. And we're naming this one Reviews and Shit. I've got oh, Wiley Willis. I thought it, I thought it was going to be Coffees and Shit. Like, sh- coffee shit? So coffees, coffees make me shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, Is that what we're going to do? <laughs> so coffees. All right, well, then I got to do it over again. Hold on. I thought it was going to be Reviews, Coffee, and Shit. Wait, that doesn't sound hey, right. No, you just, you keep adding stuff. <laughs> it was just reviews and shit. And then yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. <sighs> Drop this at the end so people can hear right. how ridiculous we are. <laughs> hey, Jacob's got a cat. <laughs> That's a cute little cat. <laughs> that cat's, well, that cat hates you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Hey, wait, what episode is this? Mm. 